you must know how dangerous, who, how powerful you are. Why some of us don't get moved? It's because we know where we're operating from. It is dangerous place. We even get shocked when people are not scared. Hmm. If you bow on your knees and you say, Lord, if you cry, if you speak out, heaven will come down for you and it will not end well for your enemies. Somebody say, I'm very dangerous. So, David said, who are you? Who are you? He said, who do you think you are? That you can stand and defile the God of the armies of Israel. He said, who do you think you are? He said, I'm Goliath. He said, who do you think? He said, I, he said, I come to you. He said, I, I, I'm also coming against you. He says, he says, who do you think I'm a dog? Goliath asked David, do, do you think I'm a dog? The boy said, nay. He said, let me tell you something. He says, I am not coming with javelin. I'm coming in the presence. He says, by the name of my Lord, he said, today your head shall be in my hands. This type of boldness is what God is looking for from you. The boldness you shall say, by the end of this season, I'm going to have this amount of money in my hands. By the end of this period, I'm going to have this ministry at this level. It is a certain boldness. The Bible says he, he was so bored. He says, I'm going to, oh my goodness. He says, I come to you in the name God, I thought this boy was joking. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 45, it was drama. It was total drama. He says, I come to you. Huh. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. Can you, can you, do, do you understand that when people are fighting you, they're not fighting you, they're fighting your God? You see, when, when, when King Saul was sitting like this, he thought the war, the battle, he thought, in fact, Goliath was against them. David said, no. David changed the, the spiritual battlefield. He says, you are not defiling us. What statement did, 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 did Goliath say? What statement? What did Goliath say? He made one statement that was bad. He said, do you think I'm a dog? All those statements he said against David. David said, you're not saying them to me. You are defiling the God of the armies of Israel. Oh, what the devil, the enemy is planning doing against you. It's not against you. Change the battlefield. You should say, now, we are you, you are. Direct the battle to the Lord. That's when God comes down. That's when the Lord comes down. And he says, and the Lord comes down and says, the battle does not belong to you. He says, I'm taking up the battle. The battle belongs to me. Same chapter, same verse. Go back to the same verse. 
Go back to the same verse of First Samuel. Now, I want you to go previous verse. In fact, it's verse 43. What, did, what happened? He said to David, I am, am, am I a dog that you come at me with the sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. So Goliath, all that strength we hear in the Bible, actually he was depending on his gods. Can you imagine the Bible said that he cursed David in the name of his gods? This is a young man. Very young man. David was 17, 18 at that time. He is coming facing the Philistine. The Philistine begins now as giant as he was. He's no longer depending on his sword. He's depending on his gods. He says, I curse you in the name of my gods. Some of these battles you're fighting, they are not physical as you think. So David, he says, because of that, in verse 44, check verse 44. Verse 44 says, come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Then verse 45, then David replied, he says, what you just said now, you have defiled, not me. He says, the God of the armies of Israel, what the enemy is doing to you, what these problems are happening around you, they are not dealing with you. Change the battlefield. Are you, are you understanding? Are you understanding? Are you understanding? Yes. If there is something very powerful in the water, it is fish. I know you are very powerful, but get into the water, catch a fish there, a big fish, pull it out. You're going to have problems to pull it, even if you can be on the hook. To pull it out, you're going to feel the strength of the fish in the water. Because that's his home ground. The only way an eagle can remove the strength of the fish is to take the fish out of the water and fly out with it. If we have to win your battle right now, let's take it into the presence of the Lord. Let every curse melt like wax. Every financial problem melt like wax. Every marital problem melt like wax every spiritual problem melt like wax every problem of barrenness melt like wax every stagnation melt like wax every financial problem melt like wax every sickness melt like wax every disease melt like wax every demon melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. In Revelation 1 verse 10, I want to show you another uh, law of the Spirit. The Bible says, I was in the Spirit on the lost day. Question is, where was he the other day? The Bible says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. 
and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet. He said, on this particular day, I was in the spirit. So the question is, what about yesterday? Was he in the spirit? The answer is yes. But what does this mean when he says he was in the spirit? Yet he's supposed to be in the spirit at all costs and all times. The answer is simple. The law in the spirit, we move from spirit to spirit. Now, you can be in the spirit, but there can be another day that you can also be in the spirit. Now, the same way the Bible says, we move from glory to glory. We move from favor to favor, from grace to grace. Are, are, are you understanding that? So the fact that you're operating in the spirit, it does not limit you tomorrow to be in the spirit again. You are always in the spirit. I love the, the scripture when Jesus Christ said, I mean, when the Bible says, and when Jesus was teaching, the praises of the Lord to heal was present. And he healed them that were sick. What was presence? I mean, what was present? The presence of the Lord was present to heal. So Jesus didn't just operate from healing, but he had to perceive the availability of the presence to heal. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Saragatoroprodius. Mekarabashara Pragus. Mekantara Fende. Jesus Koprakotus. In John 15 verse 9, Jesus says, Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide. Continue. In my love. He says, so have I loved you. In NIV, it says abide. Somebody say abide. abide. To remain. What it means. It means we have got someone here. Who must understand this secret? God says, this is Jesus. Actually, he says, remain, abide, continue in my presence, my love. He says, because he understands, he knows. So many people walk out. It's not that God walks out of the presence. But people walk out because of their own failure to knowledge. In Second Chronicles, 
go to Second Chronicles. Chapter 20. All right. We will find a story there of Jehoshaphat. From verse 16 to 18. Now, the Bible says tomorrow. The Bible says tomorrow. Are you understanding that there are moments set, events set for a particular time and season? If God says tomorrow, it must be tomorrow. If he says now, it's now. He's not saying another day. He says tomorrow. He says tomorrow. Go down against them. How many are ready to go against them tomorrow? You see, even how you raise your hand, even your hand can testify. The Bible says, tomorrow. Check that. It says, tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the essence of these. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. It says, tomorrow, you will find them there. It says, but then, verse 17, it says, when, when, when you find them, he says, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. It says, when you, it says, tomorrow, it says, it says, tomorrow, it says, now go, verse 17. It says, you do not have to do anything. It says, position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Now, you, you no 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 go back go back go back go back go back go back it says and see the salvation of the lord now give me um niv um, um, um niv it says stand firm and see the deliverance of the lord all you have to do it says you will not have to fight this battle take up your position stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord. He says, all you have to do is do what I'm telling you. He said, tomorrow, at this time, stand there. He said, position yourselves in this battle. And in the Lord, he says, just see. If your situation is because there's a case, you will never experience that situation again. The problem is how you even say you're, you're a man. You see, the devil is moved by how you speak. How aggressive you are. It's like you love the problem. I said, tomorrow the enemy will move. I, I receive. I, the devil is like, ah, here I'm, I'm staying. Huh? You should, you should see when people are doing a protest. They want change in government. They, 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 don't, they don't walk with them and say, we want change. We won't change. You will see how they will shut the roads. How they will block the roads. How they will hold placards. And how they will take stones. Burning tires. They say they are tired. They say enough is enough. Go in the church. Father, we pray for a change right now. Hey, the Bible says the people of this world are wiser than the people of the church. Look, look at if, if people want to change, how aggressive you become. 
So when you say pray, like Father, in the name of Jesus, I break every every family case. You will see two days later, it's the case that will break you. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I commend them unto you. And let your power of deliverance come from Zion and set your people free, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, every foundation, every forte foundation, every case, in the name of Jesus, we stand against it and we pray against it. We rebuke it by the power of God, by the name of Jesus. By the power of God, by the name of Jesus. By the power of God, by the name of Jesus. We pray as we plead the blood of Jesus. We shall see the deliverance of the Lord. We shall see the deliverance of the Lord. We shall see the deliverance of the Lord. In fact, I'm giving you, after the deliverance tomorrow, a moment to observe how events will begin to happen. Begin to observe. You will exactly know that there was a case that has been broken. Meriko Shaya Prantes, Mekos Koradika Pramando, Jikara Paradia Sufradikes, Merika Paya Paraduza, Shakaya Mando Kofrapuski Aprante. Hallelujah. Psalm 34, verse 19. That's the last scripture for tonight. It says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Which means a righteous man has got so many problems. So never think you're too righteous. But you don't need deliverance. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but, that's the whole story. But, it says, but the Lord shall deliver him out of them all. 